Hi to everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is a solo episode. Uh, I am currently on the western south part of Italy on the um, uh, Amalfi coast and uh, I'm doing a solo travel right, right now and I'm going to explain in just a second why I'm here. But I want to make this quick episode just to kind of share some reflections that I've been having uh, while I've been on my travels. Uh, I'm doing this travel uh, alone because I wanted to have some time by myself after we just had a workshop over in the United Kingdom. We had a high noon workshop uh, in which I was uh, staffing and uh, giving a presentation about sexual integrity like I usually do. And we're also going to be going to Poland soon and also then uh, Hungary and Germany. So I had a few days between after the UK workshop to spend doing whatever I wanted during the weekdays before Poland and I decided to come to Italy because it just stood out to me and I've never actually been to Europe, believe it or not. And I'm currently at the coast enjoying this, this fine, fine spring day. Uh, I want to share just a few reflections being here alone, kind of with my own thoughts. And like I said, the primary reason I'm doing this uh, travel is because I wanted to not get away from my family. That's not the right way to put it. I wanted to kind of take a step back so that I can take a few steps forward, so to speak, in terms of my priorities in life. I noticed I was getting really busy with life. You know, I was getting very overwhelmed sometimes by things going on. And I, I, I thought that it was part of the territory of being in America. I thought it was like, oh, it's a uniquely American thing where it's like busy, busy, hustle, 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 go, go, go and not really taking the time to just be at peace with myself and with family and with God. And so I, I thought that going, <laughs> my thought was if I spend some time alone, uh, I'll be able to have some time to reprioritize life, to, to recharge myself, right? And so the first realization I had as soon as I came here, so I kind of got this Airbnb type thing around here, around the coast. Very nice, very wonderful. And first night I was here, I sat down with my, myself and I just kind of took out my journaling app. I kind of journal things. And my first thought was, it's, it's much nicer to, to spend, to have experiences and experience hardship in travel with people that you love as opposed to by yourself. And I've been with people, you know, having kids in the house, having my wife of 12 years now. There's always people around. But as soon as you remove the, one lo the loved ones in your life, you realize how empty life feels and how every moment I'm, you know, by the ocean, by the beach, hiking this trail, this beautiful trail I'm on right now, if you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, it's beautiful. It's, the water's blue, it's clear, it's quiet, it's peaceful. I, every thought, every turn, uh, corner I turn, I think, man, I wish my kids were here. I wish my wife was here. I wish I could show this experience with someone that I really care about, right? And that was kind of my first realization is that I would much rather be living in unfavorable circumstances anywhere in the world than to be alone. If I was with my family, I would rather be with my family anywhere in the world than to be alone. So that was my first kind of uh, realization that I've had here. The second thing that really comes to mind that I've been really considering is you can't help but notice how peaceful things are, how peaceful people are, and how content people are and happy people are just by working, you know, just by getting up early in the morning, doing, doing the work, growing the, <laughs> tending to the orange trees and the lemon trees like they do here, working at the cafes, working on the construction around the roads. People work hard, you know. And if you go to any country in, in, in the world or any, any area, pretty much, it's very similar lifestyle, especially the more countryside you go. And in, in the States as well, if you go to the more country areas, people just, you know, do their job and they're, they're content in that sense, right? And so I, I, I'm trying to think 
like, what is it that I can do to experience that level of content? And I, cause I always feel like maybe it's just my character. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really figured this out yet, but I always feel like this desire to do meaningful things and impactful things and change the world and, and make a, make a difference in the world, you know, always chasing, chasing that ever growing moving target of a dream that I have. Right. Which is, which is noble. Right. And it's fine. It's good and all. But sometimes I wish I could turn that off. You know, I wish I could just wake up on a sunny Italian day and on the coast of the Western Italy and just do my job, do work hard, come home to the family, spend some time with the kids, eat dinner, spend a few hours. Like they, they spend a lot of time just talking and eating together here. And I, I realize that's very, very common around the world. And so I was looking into this and, and kind of self-reflecting. I even uh, looked on Google, did some Google searches as to why why in some cultures, America, you know, some, some areas of America, some busy cultures, right? Maybe some, some big cities come to mind when I say that. It's very different. Like the, the priorities are different. The priorities are make money, career, go to school, go to uni, and deprioritize or unprioritize family and getting married, married, having children. It's not so emphasized, right? And I was looking into it, and I, I think one of the greatest explanations that I heard and the conclusions I came to was that it's very much based in, how do I say this? It's based in ignorance, right? And I want to read something really quick that uh, I found that I thought was really good. This guy said that ignorance leads to fear. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to violence. And violence leads to suffering. And I think this is quite poetic and wise because the things that we are left with in the world, like the news we watch, the media that we see, the social media that we tend to to consume, if you consume it with, without the proper understanding of the world or proper understanding of how people think, then you're only left with a shallow explanation as to why certain people react a certain way. And you can see this in politics, you can see this in, in religion, you can see this in faith, you can th see this in, in ideology, all walks of life. If people don't have the, the experience of being able to sit with someone that has a different perspective or different view of God or different view of, of anything in life, politics, family, connections, and you just see the headlines, then you're often left with what is anger and you're left with what is fear. You're left with what is eventually violence in some cases. And of course, eventually is suffering. And it's all based in somewhat, and this is kind of my realization, and I'm hoping to peel this back more, is that it's all fundamentally based in a lack of experience and a lack of deep desire to understand and be curious about people, right? And so I, I, I'm not saying that I'm a violent person. I'm not a, a particularly, you know, suffering person. But I do believe, uh, generally speaking, that in, in the West, in America especially, we, in, in uh, first world countries, in civilized countries, you know, that are very prosperous, right, compared to many other countries, we are left with a certain level of entitlement and lack of suffering. And it's like, I'm thinking about my life in the States. We have everything you could possibly need. And still people are complaining about the government and complaining about lack of freedom and complaining about all the things that make us feel like we are victims, you know? And it's just my perspective, but I think that doesn't, doesn't help anyone. And I, actively try to remove any any thoughts of victimization of myself as possible and try to only be grateful and i find it find it rather confusing and, and alarming that i sometimes do fall prey to feeling like 
I need more, you know, when in reality it's like, I don't, like there's literally nothing more than, that I need in my life besides the basic needs of life, my family and the connections, the relationships I have. And it doesn't take going to the other side of the world, to the coasts of wherever you are, Italy, <laughs> the places that people dream of going. It doesn't take all of that to realize that the most important thing you have in life is the people that are closest to you. And maybe you have to do that, you know, and, I, and I'm a firm believer, actually, that it's better to experience things for yourself than to just, uh, you know, take the words of someone else. You know, people say like, oh, uh, you know, travel doesn't make you happy or money doesn't buy happiness or all these things that are probably true. Right. But my tendency is like I would rather experience it. I would rather put my sincere, genuine effort to to experience all of life, the highs and the lows of it and make a conclusion for myself. And maybe that's just me, you know, being a silly old person that's trying to <laughs> live an exciting life. Um, but I, I feel like if you if you have a deep desire in your heart to, to chase things, to go after things, then do it. You know, go, go out, all out, go 100%. But the caveat is don't forget the people that you love. Don't forget what's really, truly most important in life. And eventually, I think we all come to the same realization that the only thing that matters is the love we experience because it's the only thing we bring with us to the afterlife. It's the only thing at the end of your life that you will be the most proud of or have the most regret around is how much love did I experience? How much love was I able to receive from the people around me, from my parents, from my spouse, from God? And how much of that love was I able to give to people around me? And I think nothing else in the end will matter more than that. So I'm grateful for this experience, you know, to be in Italy, it's a reminder. And it's an opportunity for me to, to expel this, this kind of a ignorance that I feel like I have as being someone that grew up in the States, you know, grew up in, a, in, in one country. You know, of course, I've lived in Korea, Japan. I visited, you know, different countries here and there. But I have never really looked at those places with the perspective of how do I understand these people and learn something that I can take with me. And that's really why I'm here is I want to, I want to learn something that will change my life, the, the, the way that I think, the perspective that I have on life. And first and foremost, the biggest thing is that we got to keep, we have to keep trying to understand people, right? And uh, the danger comes is when we, when we make assumptions or labels on people based on their beliefs or what they say or what they think and not able to see them for who they truly are. Because under everyone's words, every, under everyone's looks, under everyone's actions is a divine, unique, beautiful son or daughter of God that was divinely created and infinitely uniquely created in their own way. And it's beautiful in their own sense. And so relating this back to marriage and preparing to marriage, right? Cause that's what I'm all about, right? <laughs> uh, I think fundamentally one of the best things we can do to prepare is to learn how to see the beauty in every person, the attractiveness in every person. And when I say attractiveness, I do not say it, and I, don't, I do not say that lightly in a sense of external beauty or what, who, who X, Y, and Z, you know, social media influencer, what media says is beautiful or attractive. I mean, in the sense of what has God created them to be attractive. And I think we should be able to see that in every person, no matter who they are or where they're from. So anyways, hope this has been insightful for you guys. Uh, just sending some reflections here. Oh, and by the way, guys, if you're curious about how my adventures in Italy have been so far, what I've been doing, spending the time, 
I made the typical American mistake <laughs> of making a lot of assumptions that I shouldn't have made, two of which are very important. Number one assumption that I make is that I can use my credit card if I was in a pinch, if I really needed to, which is a big no-no when you're traveling internationally. And that is because uh, this is primarily a cash area in Italy. So uh, I had to basically barter my way around. <laughs> I basically had to, to barter my things away and my possessions and use British pounds. Believe it or not, I had some cash and British pounds on me. So I had to basically pay people in British pounds, uh, bus drivers, taxi drivers, etc., to get around. And I had to learn some Italian, some very basic uh, Italian words like where's the bus, where <laughs> where's the toilet, where am I, <laughs> do you speak English, that sort of thing. So it's been really fun and I've learned that uh, it's fun to learn how to speak Italian but <laughs> when they respond in Italian <laughs> it's another story because it's like oh you speak Italian. It's like oh no you don't speak Italian. Um, no it's been good to connect with the locals and just ask questions and, and meet some really really kind people here in the countryside. The second thing that I assumed <laughs> which was a big mistake was that I would have Uber accessibility right because I was just in the UK and Uber is plentiful over there and I've been able to get around and I opened the Uber app as soon as I got into the airport and landed I was like and Uber was like sorry not available in your part of the world so I uh, had to figure out how to get around so lots of walking lots and lots of walking I've done like 30 30,000 steps a day since coming here uh, I guess you know it could be seen as frustrating or whatnot, but this is definitely my my fault. <laughs> I take full responsibility of of everything of non planning. I when I travel, I really just show up and just just kind of go with the wind and see where the travels take me. Uh, and I try not to get frustrated. Just ask around. And anyways, lots of love to you guys from me to you. Italian is Italy's amazing. If you find your way over here or any part of the world, everywhere in the world is really truly amazing. Um, I believe that, you know. Lots of love to you guys. Catch you in the next episode. See ya.